media, culture, technology. The world changes more and more every single day. And there is one man, and only one man, who knows absolutely nothing about it. This is the Seth Scouton Show, The Podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the program. It is so good to be back in my office chair, well, my plastic Ikea chair, and recording another thrilling episode of the Seth Scouton Show. Well, what is now the award-winning Seth Scouton Show. Recently, the Scouton Radio Broadcasting and Podcasting Awards happened, and we absolutely cleaned up 15 nominations, and we won 10 of those, including Best Podcast, best hosts, best podcast editing. It was fantastic. We lost a few, understandably, but we won so many more than everybody else. It's been a busy summer, and with the awards show, I haven't been able to record any new episodes, but at least least we're here now, and I'm recording some new content. The program will never die. Of course, the big news tonight is the end of Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sony and Marvel recently had a messy breakup and it doesn't look like the two of them will be getting back together again. It was largely an issue of finances. Both studios could not agree on a financing um, contract and so Sony has pulled out of the agreement and Marvel, sorry, Spider-Man has reverted Now this means that these seven Spider-Man films the Marvel had in development have all been cancelled. So, here's what we're not getting. Spider-Man Homies, cancelled. Spider-Man Homestay Student, cancelled. Spider-Man Home Invasion, cancelled. Spider-Man Home for the Holidays, cancelled. Spider-Man I Gotta Go Home, My Mom Needs Me, cancelled. Spider-Man Hard Home, which would have been a Game of Thrones crossover, cancelled. Spider-Man won't leave home. That's when he's 35 and eating Cheetos in Aunt May's basement. Cancelled. All cancelled. I guess this brings us to a perfect opportunity to reflect on the legacy of now uh, exiting Spider-Man actor Tom Holland. He was a divisive um, interpretation of the character. While many mainstream audiences fell in love with his performance, a lot of the more intensive comic book community had a difficult time with him as he seemed more like Iron Man Jr. instead of Spider-Man as we know him and love him. Now, this might be a bit of a hot take, but I can't say that Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man. I still think my favorite is Tobey Maguire. I'm not too sure why, but those Raimi films hold such an important place in my heart and um you know he's just always been really endearing like the films are awkward and they're cheesy and they're corny but that's what makes them just really good and kind of enchanting um and if you want to go just purely based on how accurate the spider-man is mcguire's the best um a common praise of holland that you'll hear is uh you know, Maguire was the best Peter Parker, Garfield is the best Spider-Man, Holland is the best of both. That's not true. If you've ever read a Spider-Man comic book in your life, especially the originals by Stanley, um, which are fantastic and they're really fun reads, um, Maguire is 
the best. Like, you read this, and it's like, oh man, this is Tobey Maguire in every way. He's definitely the most comic booky. But I mean, faithfulness of adaptation has never really been an issue for a lot of superhero films, as um, most general audiences haven't read any major like superhero publication ever, which is sad because there's some really good ones out there, but also understandable because comic books are stupid. Um, unlike like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, when The Hobbit came out, um, a lot of people attacked it for you know just being total garbage filmmaking but also really poor adaptation and that's never really been the case and so when something like um, the Tom Holland Spider-Man comes out and it's completely different from the source material people don't really have an issue with that and it's interesting to watch you know how people react to different adaptations and just based on what they're used to and um yeah no uh I will say though Spider-Man 2 you want to break it down on just a filmmaking perspective it's it's the best of the live action films just in the way it balances its characters and its themes and its tone and just how it sets itself up and all the pieces how they work together nothing feels out of place that film and the villain's really good and it's a it's a fantastic movie and a fantastic piece of superhero entertainment and just a fantastic film in general um, I'd highly encourage you all to revisit Spider-Man 2, which I will be doing very soon on an upcoming road trip to Oregon. I bought the first two Spider-Man films at um, Value Village, and uh, I'm going to be re-watching them on the way down to Oregon with my cousin and my sisters, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Spider-Man 2 is fantastic. Check it out. Into the Spider-Verse is the one Spider-Man film that's better, but you know, whatever. Now, where do we go from here? Holland is leaving the MCU. What happens to Spider-Man now? What happens in the Marvel movies and what happens to the character general? I think the easiest question of those to answer is of course the latter. Sony won't wait around to get Spider-Man back on his feet. Of course they're developing their kind of villain-based um, anti-hero live-action Spider-Man films with the first being Venom, and then with the upcoming uh, Morbius film starring everybody's favorite Joker, Jared Leto. That's sarcasm, as well as the upcoming um, Venom 2, and hopefully kind of expanding into more villains. There's a possibility that Spider-Man will be introduced there, whether it's Holland or whether it's a new actor. Um, Holland is probably a big wild card here, as his contract was tied into Marvel Studios. And not so much directly to Sony. So, and he still has quite a few films. When he was originally signed, he was signed onto something like nine movies. Um, and so he still got a lot to go. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens outside of um, the MCU. Now, the MCU obviously is the biggest complication. As far from home, leaves this massive cliffhanger, which I won't spoil. Um. And it's just how do you have a character that's so important to that universe just suddenly gone? Uh, Marvel's in a bit of a safe space for now, as their 2020 and 2021 films are all very independent of the real world that Spider-Man inhabits. All of them are more cosmic in their approach, or just kind of set in the past, like Black Widow. Um, 
And so for now, they don't have to encounter that problem. But in a couple of years, someone's going to be wondering, hey, where's Spider-Man? Nobody's mentioned him. What are they going to do about that cliffhanger? And uh, so we're in a very, very tricky situation. Um, the future of Spider-Man is going to be very interesting to watch from here. Now, there's still hope that Disney and Sony can reconcile. Um, though, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen. Uh, yeah, the immediate future of this character is going to be um, thrilling to watch. Maybe also a bit heartbreaking with him exiting the franchise. Uh, yeah, I think all we can say right now is R.I.P. Tom Holland Spider-Man. Um, been great. We're gonna miss you. Yeah, that's about it. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us on another thrilling episode of the award-winning Seth Scouting Show. We'll see you all again next week with another fantastic episode. Now, next week could mean four weeks from now, but, you know, who's counting? This has been another episode of the Seth Skelton Show, the podcast, created by Seth Skelton, written and directed by Seth Skelton. Our producer is Seth Skelton, assistant director being Seth Skelton. Catering is the Seth Skelton Food Company, starring Seth Skelton. And I, as always, am Seth Skelton, thanking you for joining us on another episode of the Seth Skelton Show, the podcast.